Hi, this is Devin, and welcome to the More of Devin Show. This is your podcast where I'll help you understand how to easily release body fat, how to stay consistent with your nutrition, and how to develop a successful mindset for weight loss in an effortless way. If your goal is to lose belly fat, tone up, lose weight, or take your nutrition and fitness to the next level, this is your one-stop shop for all your needs. In this show, I will be answering your questions and helping you through your journey. If you have any questions, there's a link below where you can submit. Enjoy. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. All right, guys, we got another more with Devin at 7 o'clock going down. Um, today, we're going to be talking about fitness. Um, sorry about not being here for some of those shows last week. Had to take some, care of some things with my son. He had his open house, so we're back at it, back going with this, moving in that direction to help you guys with anything that you need. And so let's keep this going and you know submit those questions when you need that help of any kind of nature. All right, so today... What we're going to be talking about is fitness and, you know, the principles of training for wellness and longevity. And um, a lot of us, you know, we work out whether we're training for athleticism, we're training to, you know, get in shape, you know, we're training to, you know, build muscle. Um, Most people, you know, that I come in contact with, they have some type of injury or some kind of issue that, you know, impedes them from being able to train at the degree that they desire. And um, I just want to go through some uh, principles on how, how to, like, you know, implement training in a way that it brings wellness to yourself, where you're healthy, you feel good, you can move well through full range of motion, and um, you're not having any kind of like nagging injuries. And then from that space, that's going to allow you to have a longevity of training and get the most out of it. So like if you are trying to, you know, reach athletic, you have athletic goals, or you do have aesthetic goals, if you're able to be healthy, you're able to reach those goals to the highest degree. And um, so want to talk to you, help give you guys some principles on how to make that happen. So, you know, first thing, number one, whenever you're training, you never want to get this adjusted. You never want to train to failure. I mean, not to, I'm sorry, not to fail. You never want to train Pat in a, through pain. So obviously, you know, you're going to feel a wind. You're going to get winded when you work out. You know, your muscles are going to be sore, but you should never have any kind of acute pain, especially like in your joints and your knees and your shoulders where you're working out. And you feel acute pain where like you can feel an injury is about to happen or you're trying to push through something that you know isn't beneficial to you getting stronger and you know you being able to like build muscle um, so any kind of nagging pain like a lot of times you know in sports you kind of learn to you know not to be you know a punk and you know push through the pain and you know you got to do it for your team or you know you got to show that you're tough but all that does is set you up to be injured and not get to where you want to be. So, you know, getting that out of your mindset that you got to be tough and push through acute pain, that's the first thing. And then from there, you know, whenever you work out, you know, no ego lifting, you know, really learning how to, you know, train through the full range of motion. A lot of times, you know, when we are training, you know, you do a bench press and, you know, a person will only go from here to here. And, you know, if you do that over a duration of time, if you do come back too far, that connective tissue isn't strong enough and then you can injure yourself as well as you're not getting the full potential of what your body can achieve by, you know, only working through, you know, partial ranges of motion. So, you know, a lot, and even within that, a lot of people kind of are, you know, personal trainers, different kind of, you know, strength, tra- strength coaches, they'll teach you to train not through the full range because they don't want you to you know, hurt your connective tissue, but really, you're only really as strong as your connective tissue is. And a lot of times where issues come about in training is that, you know, your muscles are really strong, but then your tendons 
and ligaments are not that strong. So, you know, maybe you can lift 100 pound dumbbells when you, when you go like, you know, 75%, but if you were to come all the way for range of motion, that's where a lot of those pec tears come about and shoulder issue impingements happen because you're not working through that full range as well. Same thing with the shoulder press. A lot of times when you see a person do a shoulder press, they're coming here, back up, here, back up. Instead of coming all the way down the range that your body can fully move and getting that connective tissue strong. So if your connective tissue can handle 100 pounds, then it's gonna, you can possibly even be able to lift even more. And you'll be able to lift in a pain-free way and you'll be able to fully actualize your true strength and be able to maintain and keep everything in you know, a place of resilience. But if you only work you know, partial, parts of, partial parts of that, that movement and it's mostly you know, short range where the, where the actual muscle tissue is being worked and not the tendons and ligaments, you put yourself in a situation to you know, um, you know, cause injury for yourself. And then, um, you know, and then the next thing kind of what I always talked about working out and from a pain free place, you never want to push past what your body can handle. So, you know, it's best to like just start off where you are, you know, work within a range where you got good control. Your body can, you know, um, you know, handle what's happening. And then little by little, you progressively add more weight. And um, instead of, you know, you get in the gym, you know, a lot of times your ego gets involved and you're trying to, you know, impress yourself and impress your friends. And then your body's just not ready to lift at that level. Not to say that you can't get to that level, but you just got to be patient. And, um, you know, from there, making sure that your technique is really, really good. You know, you're controlling the movement. And, um, you know, so that may mean that maybe you're neurologically, you're strong enough to be able to lift this weight. But then you don't have those, those patterns together where, you know, you can do it with good technique. So make sure you master the movement, move with good intention and make sure that you understand the why behind what's happening. So then from there, you can progress and continue to, you know, you know, get that strength in alignment with your technique. And so that once again may mean that you got to, you know, you know, let the ego go and, you know, focus on your form. And, you know, maybe some cute girl or you may see somebody online lifting super heavy and you're trying to be like them. Just humble yourself and it's you versus you. Take your time because a lot of times, the, you know, the slower you go, the faster you'll get there. If you really understand what you're doing and the why behind it versus like trying to get somewhere super fast and, you know, technique isn't right. You're not being aware. And then you set yourself up where you end up hurting yourself or you create bad habits. And then you got to go backwards just to even get yourself back to where you want to be. So just take take your time getting tuned with the movement. And then from there, the next thing, this is something that I learned from, you know, a guy named Ben Patrick, knees over toes guy. Um, you know, learning how to regress before you progress. And um, many times, you know, even within training, you know, personal trainers and, um, you know, um, you know, you think to yourself like doing the most like complicated, complex movement shows that you're super smart and you, you're awesome at what, the, what you're doing and you're just killing it. But in reality, the ability to regress movements shows how well you understand something. So, you know, it may be some like super cool movement and you're trying to do that. And you set yourself up to like make it complicated and then you don't actually understand the why behind it. And then you injure yourself or you never really get the movement down in a way where you highly understand it. So it's best many times to do the regress movement and really master that. And especially if you're you know injured or you have any kind of pain, you're not able to execute the movement in a proficient way. Find a way to make it easier. And it doesn't make that doesn't mean that it's worse. You work with where your body is and then you get strong in that movement and then you can progress. And then you continue to progress and continue to progress. And then you get stronger. And then you're able to do more complex movements. Because really, complexity is simple things combined 
you know, combined and then it becomes something complex. So a person who's mastered a certain thing, it's all those steps that they did were simple and they understand it in a way that they're not having to overthink because their body and their mind is in alignment. But if you try to do something that you don't understand those simple processes behind it, it becomes complicated. And when something's complicated, it's no use for you just making things harder for yourself. So like to start off doing the regress type of movements, take it slow, take it easy and master that part and then continue to progress. We continue to progress. And then eventually people see you and, you know, and, um, you know, trying to figure out how you can do this so well. I have so many clients in my gym. I see this happening with them from women that are in their 60s to, you know, you know, guys that are in their 50s and 60s starting off super, super, you know, barely being able to do certain movements. And now they can do it at a high level of proficiency because we just did the simple things over and over and got really good at it. And now here we are, you know, people lifting really heavy, really, you know, um, and, and really good technique and just, you know, crushing it. So be okay with regressing. Be okay with doing the simple movement. Be okay with doing the movement that seems boring, that is not on Instagram or some celebrity person is doing. Learn how to do the simple things well, and then you'll get to those, you know, higher level, you know, movements and, you know, gaining that higher level understanding. So then uh, from there, um, you know, the next thing is kind of brought this up as well. You know, a lot of times when we get in the gym, no matter what our goals are, athletically, you know, you know, aesthetic, you know, or we're just trying to, you know, lose weight. You know, we don't prioritize and focus on making sure our tendons and ligaments are strong. And, you know, something that's pretty interesting. So, you know, we have like your gluteal tendon, then you have your uh, quad tendon, your patella tendon, and then you have your, like your Achilles. And um, as you, and, but, from, but from, from that space, you also have like your glute, your glutes, which are really powerful, strong muscles. Then you have your quads, then you have your tibialis. And then you have your Achilles, soleus, things of that nature as you go down. And what's interesting is, you know, the, the lower you go, the less muscle there is. So like on your ankle and your calf, you know what I'm saying? It's really, really, you know, a small muscle group. But the strongest tendon is the Achilles tendon. And then as you go up, it gets weaker. So let's think about this. If you focus on getting your muscles really strong, but then your tendons aren't strong, you're going to create issues for yourself. So like you got to, you know, train in a way where you strengthen your tendons and ligaments. And make sure that they're resilient and they can handle the pressure and the stress that your muscles is able to output. And that's where a lot of different issues come about with people when they train is that their, you know, connective tissue is not strong enough for how powerful they are. And this is something that happened to me. Like, you know, I'm over here. My glutes are super strong and, you know, being able to deadlift, you know, over 600 pounds. And then, you know, my knees were not able to handle that. And, you know, I, I would have issues with that. And then, you know, it took me learning how to build from the ground up and getting my, you know, my, 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 my ankles really strong, getting my knees really strong. And then from there, you know, making sure my hips are strong and then my back strong. And, you know, so you got to build from the ground up and you got to make sure those tendons and ligaments are really strong. Because look, you think to yourself with basketball and football, all these athletes, you know, what's the main thing that's happening that happens to them? You know, Achilles tear, you know, ACL tear, MCL tear. So they're super strong, but their tendons are not resilient enough to handle what they're doing. So, you know, really focusing on getting those tendons really strong and work. So and that's going to happen through working through a full range of motion and, you know, training in a way where the tendon is getting an opportunity to get some good blood flow and get some good, you know, uh, stimulation in a way that it can handle. Because if, you know, the more you put that tension on that muscle on those tendons and they're not strong enough for it that's where the injury starts to come or if you the muscle can put create too much force that the tendon can't handle 
same thing. So really focusing on, like I said, you know, the full range of motion and training where you really focus on those tendons and ligaments and joints, getting those nice and resilient. And then next thing is, um, so, uh, you know, also the next thing is a lot of times, you know, making sure that you're doing good core work. Um, you know, a lot of times whenever we think about core, we're just thinking about, you know, abs and you train to like try to make your abs look nice. But in reality, you know what I mean? You need to like actually train your core. So as well as your posterior chain, so your back, your lower back and just your, your actual abs. And, um, you know, not only just doing, you know, crunches, but planks, you know, anti-rotation type of movements, you know, um, all kind of different planes of motion where that core is nice and resilient and strong, as well as the internal aspects of your muscles, not just the superficial part that you see on the outside. And, um, you know, a lot of times there's people you see online talking about like, you know, abs are made in the kitchen. You don't really need to train abs. You just need to get lean. And, um, you know, from that space, what ends up happening is like if you're deadlifting or you're, you know, squatting a really heavy weight or just even like a general population person, you know, you're having all this back pain because your core is not strong enough to handle, you know, the forces that you're putting on it. And then you have these issues because your core can't handle what you're being, what you're doing. So you got to work the whole core. The core is like our center and you want to make sure that's nice and strong and resilient. So, you know, making sure that you do that type of stuff and then to help prevent back pain and things of that nature. And then the next thing is incorporating, you know, stretching, you know, for your muscles. And, um, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of times, you know, stretching and like tightness is correlated when people perceive that. So you have like a, you know, a tight muscle, but many times a tight muscle can mean that you have a weak muscle. And then, you know, um, and at the same time, you know, you don't want to just stretch because if you stretch and then you're not strong, then you could possibly be hypermobile and that can create issues as well. So the best thing is to be strong and flexible so you can move throughout the full range. Your body doesn't, it's not tight. There's no issues. So a lot of, in a lot of ways that you can do that is kind of what I was talking about, doing like a full stretch push-up where you're getting a full range of motion. So maybe having it at a deficit so your chest can go all the way down. Doing a pull-up, doing not a pull-up, I'm sorry, but doing a, you know, a, a shoulder press where you're getting the, the full stretch, the full range of motion. Things like seat, seated good mornings. That's going to help strengthen your back as well as, you know, um, get your hip flexibility in a more proficient place. And then something like an ATG split squat is going to help with, you know, your quad flexibility as well as your hip flexors. And then, you know, RDL, you know, Romanian deadlift, that's going to help with, you know, stretch, stretching out your, your hamstrings. And then as well as like a Jefferson curl is going to put, you know, help stretch that connective tissue in your back. So you can like, there are certain ways that you can stretch and develop strength. And that's one of, from what I found, that's one of the best ways to, you know, implement stretching is to, you know, add, you know, load to it. And then you're able to get strong, stronger and you actually can stretch. You get more, you know, flexibility and you can get more range of motion the more that you do it. So, um, you know, definitely what I found for myself is, you know, there's a lot of studies that talk about whether or not, you know, uh, flexibi flexibility prevents injury. All I can say is that at my gym and what I've experienced with my clients and myself, once we have really implemented stretching where it's a part of our daily routine, clients are doing much better with their range of motion, uh, the way that they train, you know, how comfortable they are, how much control they have. And people are doing really, really well. There's not a lot of injuries in the gym. People are, are moving really well. And like I hear, you know, older population clients tell me how like they're moving so much better. They can tie their shoes and they just feel much more comfortable. So what I found is, you know, definitely implementing stretching in your strength routine for your overall wellness and longevity from my from what I've have perceived and you know experienced it's a really great tool to add to your strength training for sure. And then the next thing, you know, is making sure that you are patient. 
with yourself and like not trying to overdo things or ha make things happen too fast and being mindful, being self-aware about the why, about what you're doing. So like, are you lifting, you know, trying to lift, you know, work your glutes, or are you working your quads, whatever that muscle is, you got to be able to slow it down and engage that muscle and learn how to like tap into that specific group and, you know, that thing that in be intentional about what you're doing instead of just moving, bringing other body parts into it and um, never being able to get that mind muscle connection. And, you know, even when I train, when I'm really deep into training and like really focused, it's almost like a form of meditation for me where I kind of imagine those muscle fibers contracting and stretching and um, getting really in tune where I, almost as though it's the more my mind is connected, the more, you know, muscle fibers I'm able to activate. And, um, you know, you get a really good pump, you feel really good, and then you start to get connected to your body where, you know, it's integrated, your mind and body becomes one. And it's almost like a form of like a physical meditation. And um, so instead of just lifting and just being like kind of going crazy and not thinking, like get in tune with why you're doing it and, you know, realize this is, this is your vessel. And, um, you know, this is the way that you live. And the only way we're going to be on this earth is we got to take care of this vessel. So when you train, you know, be mindful and be patient with yourself. And as time goes on, you'll figure it out and you'll start to get in tune with how to activate those muscles in a way that is beneficial to you instead of, you know, bringing harm to yourself. And then um, last thing that I'll say is that, um, you know, really focusing on keeping things simple. And, um, you know, like I talked about is, you know, you know, like I said, simplicity will transition to, into, into complexity. Just take it slow and, you know, figure out the simple things. Get in tune with the simple. And then, like I said, the simple will transition to, you know, bigger, you know, levels. And then you're just going from, from A to B to B to C to C to D instead of trying to go from A to Y. You know what I mean? Or A to Z. You skip all the steps and then you, it's, it's wisdom that you lose and that you don't understand. So, like, just take it easy We on this earth to live and, you know, and be and, you know, take your time, love yourself. And, um, you know, like I said before, you, the, the slower you take it, and the more intentional you are, you know, the faster you get there. But if you go super hard, you want to get there super fast, you know, you're trying to make up for time. Many times you end up going backwards. So if you just take your time, listen to your body and train to make your body resilient and strong and pain free. You know what I'm saying? And if you, you know, went down a road where you have been training where you have injuries, you can actually reverse those things. You you can you can get yourself stronger, you can get those tendons stronger. It just takes a little time and you gotta like maybe take some steps back and you know let go of your ego and like you know take it really slow and understand what you're doing. And like I said, when you train, you should leave that training session. You shouldn't feel obliterated. You know, not to say that you're not gonna be winded or if you you know your cardiovascular is not that well or you know your muscles haven't been training for some time like you know it's going to be times when you work out and you're going to feel tired but you shouldn't feel sore you know what i'm saying you shouldn't you're going to feel sore but you shouldn't feel acute pain thinking to yourself like man my knees is hurting that was a good workout or my shoulder barely can move so like that must mean i did something or like i you know was able to be tough and push through like actual physical pain that's not what's supposed to happen. Like take little baby steps. And then before you know it, man, you're at an amazing place. And like I said, people will look at you in a wonder and say, question and figure out like, how are you doing what you're doing? Give me the secret. And really the secret is just patience and simplicity and it being intentional. So um, if anybody can see some people, some waving, if there's any questions that anybody has, you know, I'll wait for a couple minutes. I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. If there's something that you would like to be answered. Um, you know, I would love to do that. So just let me, somebody, whatever comes up, I can do it. If not, we can get off of here. And I hope that I brought some value to you guys. And like I said, the take home from this is be patient. You know what I'm saying? Focus on, you know, building the integrity and, um, you know, 
and keep it simple. And if you need to regress, don't feel stressed about that. You know, don't let your ego, you know, make you do things that are not in alignment with what you truly want. And, you know, if you stay patient with it, you can, the sky's the limit how far you can go. You know, our bodies are so powerful and there's so much potential within us. You just got to allow it to manifest from a place of love. And um, when you, you know, allow love, when you train or whatever you do with love, you know what I'm saying, it will, it will grow, it will, it will expand and you will be able to create and do things that you couldn't imagine. So, but like I always say, remember what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Right, peace. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you're leaving with some great things that can help you with your fitness and nutrition goals. Now go out there and make it happen. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Until next time.